0: Welcome to IMC Radio. Indian Moms Connect is an authentic space. By moms, for moms. Preeti, welcome to IMC Radio. Today, we are speaking with uh, Sinu Joseph. She is the co-founder of Maitri Speaks, which works on issues pertaining to women children and marginalized communities. Maitri Speaks has done a lot of work on menstruation uh, Sinu Joseph is an educator, writer, counsellor and sometimes an activist. She has travelled extensively across rural India, interacting with uh, 17,000 adults and girls and women, understanding their practices as well as problems <coughs> firsthand. Uh, what, are, what caught our eye here at IMC was the wisdom in the ancient practices that they unearthed in their blog. Uh, welcome, Sinu, to IMC Radio. We
1: are Hi, thank you and happy to be here.
0: Uh, Glad to have you on. Uh, What was the idea behind uh, Maitri Speaks and how did you get started?
1: Before Maitri Speaks, I was working with another organization called Youth for Seva. Mm -hmm. And uh, while I was there, my fourth year, just before I left, I had started the work on menstruation and we had made a film called Mm Maitri. It's an animated video on menstruation. Uh, after that, I came out of Youth for Seva, but continued my work on menstruation without any organization. Mm-hmm. It was really just uh, me and my colleague, Vijayanti and a couple of us going around meeting and talking to girls mm-hmm. independently. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started My3Speaks as a registered trust for really practical purposes, because <laughs> it just became easy to represent ourselves mm-hmm. as an organization rather than just a group of people doing some work. So it was just from the practical perspective that we started it, Mm -hmm. Uh, primarily because the kind of work that we were doing could not be put under a typical project head, which someone could fund.
0: Right. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, And just for the sake of funding, we did not want to dilute what we were doing. So, for various reasons, we felt that what we want to do and the way we want to do it can only be done if it was our own organization. And that's how we started Mm -hmm. Mm My3Speaks.
0: So, you have traveled uh, extensively in rural India. And, uh, you know, I have spoken about menstruation um, in a lot of uh, places, including a TED Talk, um, mm-hmm. Where you uh, speak about uh, losing the beauty in menstruation. So, mm-hmm. are there things that you have learned from all this that we seem to have kind of lost in an urban setting in India now or anywhere, right?
1: Absolutely. I think uh, I don't know if my work has helped others, but it has certainly helped me right. understand mm-hmm. my body and my natural processes better. Uh-huh. There's a huge volume of understanding about menstruation that uh, modern medicine has not yet come to. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you look at why we have menstrual cramps, for instance. Mm -hmm. Honestly, modern medicine's best answer is we don't know that yet, but you can take painkillers. And this is true for most of the things pertaining to menstruation, that we don't yet know the reasons. We are simply conducting research and looking at evidence of, okay, so if women work long hours or night shifts, there Mm -hmm. seems to be some change in their cycle. Mm -hmm. But the why of it is really not known to typical uh, allopathic medicine. Right. Right. But the work that we did and the digging that we did of the cultural practices took us to the roots of Ayurveda. Mm -hmm. And that is really where I found a lot of answers. Mm -hmm. I realized that Ayurveda was able to explain just about everything to do with menstruation 7,000 years ago. Oh, wow. And uh, these explanations made sense because... I was able to understand my own body better with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why I say that I don't know if it helped others, but I certainly have understood this process better. Right. Thanks to the digging that uh, we have done over the years. Right, right, right. And I think any woman out
0: there uh, can attest to this disconnect uh, that we have between what we experience and uh, what uh, medicine kind of tells us, right? So, yeah. Um, Menstruation you know has always been like a taboo subject Uh, when we were growing up no one spoke to us about menstruation including me I was not told about it at all till it happened and then you know it you know they came out and told me this is what it is So obviously the first time it happens uh, and you haven't somebody hasn't talked to you about it It's a freaking out kind of incident right Right. So what age do you think it is appropriate to talk about menstruation to kids and what kind of approach do you suggest from your experiences
1: I would always recommend that we talk to children before they actually start menstruating so that it's not a shock when they experience it. You can start at any age where you feel your child is physically developed because your menarche, that is your first period, typically kicks in about two and a half years after the breasts begin to develop. So you can start at age 10 or 11 for girls. Mm-hmm. And if you wish to talk to boys about it, the right age is basically whenever they get curious about it or have questions around it. Yes. It's never a good idea to avoid answering their questions because they will find other ways to get the answers. Right. And you may not be able to control that at all. Right, right. So it's always best to talk to your child a little before she starts her period. Mm-hmm. And whenever she has questions or is curious about it or has found out from some of the source. Right, right. Um, as far as, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: go ahead. Yeah, as far as how to talk to your child about it, uh, a lot of times there is a huge disconnect when adults talk to children simply because we speak from an adult world. Mm-hmm. We forget what it was like when we were a child and what is it that we went through. Whenever we talk in schools to young girls of 11 or 12, I always begin by sharing with them my experience when I was their age. Mm -hmm. You know, I tell them that this is what happened to me, this is how embarrassed I was, this is how I stained my skirt. Whatever it is that you are most fearful about, express it, put it out there Mm -hmm. so that your child knows that it's okay and that I can talk about even my most embarrassing or difficult experience around my period. A lot of the times, the way we feel about our period has so much to do with our first experience of it. Yes. What did our mother, How did our mother treat it? Mm-hmm. How did my teacher treat me when she found out I got my period? Or what did I think of myself? Mm-hmm. And that memory and the corresponding response just stays with us for life. So it's extremely important that the first period is a very pleasant and positive one for the child because the subsequent memories, subsequent periods that she has, the memory that she recollects and the involuntary response of the body will be of the first period.
0: Right.
1: And if it is a stressful or fearful or anxious period, involuntarily her body will react to that stress during the subsequent periods and it's it's, that's one of the reasons why in south india we have huge uh, celebrations around the first period right 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 the whole idea is to make the child feel that it is something very auspicious something very positive so people are invited special food is made she's almost dressed up like a bride yes no, but frankly, so that is how the culture <laughs> made sure that a child's first introduction to the period is a very positive one. Right,
0: but frankly, you know, I, uh, when um, it, uh, it, they told me about this, and I was like, this is embarrassing, dude, can you not make it like a big deal, right? So right. Uh, I think it, it is really about how your uh, family and people around you kind of react. Absolutely. The, uh, so, we'll be back after this short message. Get hand-picked children's books with an Indian theme delivered to your home monthly with IMC's Treasure
1: Box. Watch the delight in your child's eyes as they open IMC's Treasure Box. IMC's Treasure Box is a monthly subscription box that includes a children's picture book with an Indian theme, specially designed related activities, a recipe suggestion to get cooking with your kids, and a curated app suggestion for fun and learning. Join today at www.imcmarketplace.co So, uh, you
0: know, what are the important aspects of uh, menstrual hygiene that parents should discuss with the girls?
1: Yeah, the most important things about hygiene have little to do with what product you use Mm -hmm. and more to do with how it is used. Mm -hmm. So there are a lot of uh, children and even adult women who might prefer a particular product because their skin or their body responds to the texture of materials differently. Mm -hmm. So there are people who might prefer using a cloth, there might be those who prefer using a pad, both of which are fine. Mm -hmm. The thing to remember and to tell your child is to not use any product beyond six to eight hours. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Every six to eight hours, the product needs to be changed. Mm -hmm. If it is a reusable product, such as a cloth, you need to tell them how it has to be washed. For instance, if it's a cloth and it is stained with blood, Mm -hmm. the simple thing of soaking it in cold water for 30 minutes would remove all the stains. Mm -hmm. You don't need to use any high-quality washing powder or anything of that sort. Just soaking it in water would remove all the stains, and after which you can wash it if you want with a disinfectant like Dettol Mm -hmm. or just with soap. And The most important thing which many people ignore is that they dry it indoors, whether it's your undergarments or your period cloth. It's not a good idea to dry it indoors Mm -hmm. because there is a process of sanitation, sanitization that has to happen. Mm -hmm. And that happens when the sunlight falls on it. Mm So it is important that we dry the clothes that we wear as undergarments or use for menstruation outdoors where there can be sufficient sunlight falling on it. These are some basics regarding hygiene that parents have to tell their daughters. Also, sometimes we tend to overdo it. Mm. For instance, we might tell children to wash their vaginal area thoroughly and do it like a hundred times a day because some of us get obsessed about cleanliness. Uh, The thing to know is do not use any kind of chemicals or perfumed liquids on your vaginal area Mm -hmm. because it could disturb the natural bacterial balance and the pH. Mm -hmm. It's also not a good idea to constantly and thoroughly keep washing it Mm. because your vagina has a natural mucus which takes care of the hygiene. So all you need to do is lightly wash it with slightly warm water. If you wish, you don't need to even use soap. Mm-hmm. And doing it at frequent intervals, every time you visit the toilet should be enough. We don't need to be obsessed about that.
0: Right. Right.
1: right. So that, that basically summarizes the hygiene aspect of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times when menstruation is like swept under the carpet, we're not talking much about it. Um, Mm -hmm. you know a lot of uh, menstrual disorders are not even discovered because uh, you know it it, if you talk about it it'll be like oh that's what happens it's your lot in life type of a situation right so what are uh, from a parental perspective also what are the signs and symptoms that we need to look out for and say okay this is not something that happens on a regular basis to everybody versus something that is actually a serious problem and
1: need to be looked into Absolutely, that's a very important question because just as you said, we don't know what is okay and what's not okay exactly. and we hardly speak about it because right. we there's this additional awkwardness around the whole subject. Right. So what you need to teach your child is to observe their body and their cycles every month. Mm-hmm. It can begin with a simple practice of noting down the day of your first period in some sort of a book. Mm-hmm. And write it every month because you will, that's the only way you will know your menstrual cycle. Right. Your menstrual cycle is, you count it basically from day one of month A mm-hmm. to day one of month B. Right. So the number of days in between is your menstrual cycle. Mm-hmm. For children who just about attain puberty, it can be anywhere between 21 to around 40-45 days. Mm-hmm. And that's considered okay. Mm -hmm. But as they grow older, perhaps maybe two or three years into puberty, Mm -hmm. it needs to regularize Mm -hmm. and it can occur somewhere between 28 is typically what we say, but it can extend up to 35. Mm -hmm. But the key here is to notice if there is anything different that is happening in your period from the way it has happened before. Mm -hmm. For instance, if you normally bleed for about four or five days and then suddenly it comes down to just one day, Right. that's something you need to take notice of right. Right. the other issues are around heavy periods mm. now heavy becomes a very relative term how do you measure what's heavy how yes. much is exactly. too much right? yes yes so typically they say that If you are having a normal menstrual cycle, the amount you bleed is about four spoons. That is around 35 to 60 milliliters of blood is what you lose. And a heavy period would be 80 ml and more.
0: Hmm.
1: Now, if you have a menstrual cup, if you wear one, it's easy to measure. But otherwise, you basically take a note of how often you feel the need to change, whether it's a cloth or a pad or a tampon that you wear. Mm -hmm. If you feel that you need to change it every one hour, Mm. then that is a sign that you're having a heavy period. Mm. In addition, heavy periods could also be accompanied by clots. So the blood that comes out, comes out as clots. That is also something you need to watch out for. Mm. Very often, if women have heavy bleeding, they could also be anemic. Right. So... Anemia, basically we measure it with the haemoglobin content in the blood Mm -hmm. and it should be 12 and above for women. But if it is less than 12 and especially less than 8, that we would call severe anemia and requires attention and medication. So that's about heavy bleeding. Mm -hmm. And then girls who just attained puberty they may face irregular periods. That is, you have it one month and next two or three months, your period might skip and then you again get it in the fourth month. Mm -hmm. So this is generally considered as okay because their bodies are just about adjusting to the newer changes. However, if six months have passed by the first period and she's not yet had her next period, it's better to get the doctor's opinion once. Okay, so there, there's also about dysmenorrhea that is basically extremely painful periods, mm. uh, extremely cramping. You you feel a lot of cramps in your stomach. You might feel nauseous. You might have vomiting. Mm. Uh, you might feel dizzy. So these are also symptoms that you need to watch out for because it's not okay to have very severe periods. Right. Uh, the other thing that a lot of women ignore is about white discharge. Mm which normally occurs during ovulation, that is a week prior to menstruation. Mm-hmm. But if you have an infection, a vaginal infection, then you could have quite a heavy white discharge, sometimes as much as uh, the blood. That's how some women would describe it. Mm-hmm. Uh, along with heavy white discharge, there will be bad odor. Mm-hmm. The color will slightly become yellowish. These are symptoms that you need to watch out for and immediately get medical help for. Uh, You might also have a sort of a burning sensation from the vaginal area. Mm -hmm. If you have a urinary tract infection, you could have a burning sensation every time you urinate. Mm -hmm. So the key is to closely observe your body and anything that's happening that's causing you discomfort or is different from the normal for you, Mm -hmm. should be reported and better to get medical advice.
0: So you would advise everybody to actually track their regular patterns um, on a regular basis to just to know what is a deviation
1: from the normal, right? That would be wonderful. Yes, if people could do that, I think it would reduce a lot of stress around menstruation. And especially because stress will affect your period negatively. If you know it's going to come and if you can be prepared mentally and otherwise, Mm -hmm. it would make things a lot easier.
0: So um, bringing uh, us to stress, uh, how do you think we can help? Uh, Does it change patterns? Does stress actually change patterns? And how can we help uh, everyone have a stress-free period? including young yeah. girls.
1: So, research has shown that women who are most stressed out have irregular cycles or longer cycles. Mm-hmm. Now, when we talk of stress, we have to go back to how the brain functions. Mm-hmm. There is a part of the brain which is called the hippocampus. Mm-hmm. Now, the function of this part of the brain is to store your short-term and your long-term memory and retrieve it along with the context and all the emotions that played in that particular moment of your memory mm-hmm. so when i say that it's important that the memory of the first period is a positive one mm-hmm. it is because of this mm-hmm. so i'll give you a, an example just so that it's it's clearer mm-hmm. for instance if there if there was a particular stretch of road on which a loved one had an accident and perhaps passed away. Mm-hmm. Every time you go through that road, even years later, your body goes into a similar shock and stressful response. Mm-hmm. That's because your brain recollects that memory and there's an involuntary response of your body to what happened so many years ago. Mm-hmm. Right. It's very similar in the case of your period. If your first period was a very anxious, fearful, and negative one, every time you approach your period in future, without even you realizing it, your body goes into a stress mode and releases stress hormones. Now, what the stress hormones does is that it could delay your period. In fact, there is also research that suggests that women who've been through excessive shock Mm -hmm. might even have a temporary stopping of their period.
0: Mm
1: So that is what stress can do to you. Apart from affecting your menstrual cycle, making it irregular, making it stop, or making it too long, stress also affects your digestive system. Mm. Uh, A lot of us very commonly, when we are tensed about something, say a job interview, we might feel like frequently urinating, (laughs) or some of us may have loose motions at that time because we are so nervous, right? So stress has its effect on your digestive system too. And during your period, if you are stressed out about the whole idea of menstruation or about something else, it will further affect your digestive system. I say further because menstruation itself is a process that will impact your digestive system. And along with that, stress makes it a lot worse. So it is important that parents understand this and proactively help children look at menstruation as a time where they can relieve themselves of excess workload or exam tension or whatever else is going on in their life Mm -hmm. and sit back and relax. Mm -hmm. It would be wonderful if they can take time off during their period. Mm -hmm. But if that cannot happen, at least consciously working on reducing the workload during that time so that you look forward to that time as a time of... um, what should you your Time of relaxation. Right. Not as something that, oh, you have to manage your work and your period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it shouldn't have to be that way. Okay. It's not something we have to overcome or fight. It's something we need to sit back and allow it to happen and not feel stressed out about. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So uh, what are the, uh, are there foods or lifestyle changes that you can do to reduce um, stress and uh, discomfort and pain during the menstrual cycle?
1: yeah uh ayurveda talks a lot about the type of food to be had and type of food to be avoided during the period in fact much of it is there in our cultural practices of not having curd not having anything cold uh, Mm -hmm. not having too much of uh, raw items during the period it's because it will of the way in which it affects the digestive system Mm. Now, there's one aspect of menstruation, which according to me, is the reason why we need to feel positive about it. And this reason is rarely spoken about. Mm -hmm. From the Western medicine perspective, we all understand that menstruation creates, is responsible for your ability to get pregnant and have a child, Right. right? right? There is an added reason why menstruation is so important for women. And that is explained in Ayurveda. Mm-hmm. If you really look at it, the reason why women live longer than men is because we menstruate. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So what happens during your monthly menstrual cycle is that your body goes through a detox. Oh. Everything that we eat over the month, mm. you know, the food that we junk on, the oily substances, a potato, caffeine, alcohol whatever does not suit your body, Mm -hmm. a part of it comes out of your body and the remaining just remains, just stays in your intestines as toxins. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Now, imagine an accumulation of these toxins Mm -hmm. up to your period. Mm -hmm. Now, Ayurveda explains that the force which causes menstruation is the same force which causes excretion, which causes urination as well and childbirth too. And we call this force as apana vayu. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. So when you menstruate, menstruation is not something you can control. It's an involuntary action. Right. So when you menstruate, this force, this apana, is acting on you and pushing your menstrual blood down. Mm-hmm. But since this is the same force that acts on your other excretory processes, mm-hmm. it is also pushing out all these accumulated toxins from your system. Which is why some of us have loose motions during our period. Mm. Some of us have vomiting during our period. Some of us have bloating and gastric issues. And some of us have these things coming out as acne. Right, right. (laughs) So the key to avoiding stomach discomfort, all these cramps and pains during your period is eating right. If you don't have this buildup of toxins in your system, then even if your apana is acting in full force, there's nothing that is going to affect you. So just a week before your period and during your period, if you can be more conscious of your food, Mm -hmm. if you can avoid non-vegetarian food, if you Mm -hmm. can avoid egg, Mm -hmm. if possible go vegan, Mm -hmm. if you can have more of fruits, before your period and anything that is easy on your stomach Mm. this would have a huge difference in what you experience during your period a lot of us have tried this and we know it from experience and that's how I say it with such confidence just a week prior to your period change your diet and come off caffeine non-vegetarian food and the like that will make a big difference Mm -hmm. and during your period have food With, if possible, no salt. So the ideal traditional food is a moong dal khichdi. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: (laughs) A moong dal khichdi with natural spices like cloves and cinnamon. No chili, no masala and no salt. Right. So this would really soothe your system. And you can put a lot of ghee because ghee is very good for your digestive tract. Mm. It coats it nicely. Mm -hmm. So food like that is what is recommended during your period. Minimal salt intake lot of water, lot of fluids, yeah. and take rest because your body is going through a detox. Yeah. And this is why we live longer. Oh. So <laughs> whether or not you decide to have a child, your period is what is keeping you healthier. Men don't have the equivalent of this. Right. So the toxins that get accumulated in their system would lead to diseases unless they use some kind of a detox measures. So this is the biggest thing about menstruation that has hardly been understood or spoken about. Right, right. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's about how food can actually positively affect your experience of your period. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing is lifestyle. And the biggest thing here I want to say is just a simple thing of keeping with the natural cycles of day and night. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've all... if if some of you have had late nights or you stayed up the whole night, you've seen how it affects your digestive system, Mm -hmm. right? Almost always have an upset stomach the next day. Mm -hmm. Similarly, if you follow the day and night rule, it will ensure that your period is also in sync with the natural rhythms. Um, In ancient days and in Ayurveda, they say that a healthy period is one where you start bleeding with Amavasya. Amavasya is new moon. <laughs> and you ovulate with uh, Hunime or Purnima or full moon. Oh. So those the women who have their period at Amavasya, and we've come across many such women in rural areas. Mm. You know, usually the tribal women, mm-hmm. they all remember their dates because we ask them when was their last period, and they say it was Amavasya, which means full new moon. Right, right. And when we further check about their experience of their period, it's very positive. Mm. most of them don't have pain discomfort or anything else associated with it Mm -hmm. so it's important that we understand that we are also part of nature and as far as possible don't violate the natural rhythms of sleeping and waking up Mm. on time and with the natural cycles Mm -hmm. yeah
0: Yeah, i mean it's a uh, it's it's also because we have uh, lights and things that keeps us awake and away from the natural rhythm of the natural world, right? Where yes, uh, um, So that 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 contributes to our disconnect as well. Yes, it does. Right. Um. So when with all this uh, work on menstruation, um, what do you think people can do now to uh, make this topic more? Um, palatable in a way to be able to talk about it easily Uh, where do we
1: start? I think we should start by understanding it better Mm. Uh, I took to Ayurveda and I turned to Ayurveda because I kept hitting dead ends every time I tried to understand it from the perspective of allopathy or western medicine as we call it Mm. there were so many things that were not explained Mm. my body was telling me one thing but it did not have answers to why it happened So I would recommend that each person begins their own search, whether you believe in Ayurveda or not is secondary. You at least know what your body is going through. So observe that, understand that, and become aware of what your body happens, what happens to you. What I told you about detoxification, if you noticed how you feel soon after your period, Mm -hmm. most women, their skin glow, they feel lighter, they feel more energetic, they feel better we've never paused to think why right. it's because you've just been cleaned up <laughs> yeah
0: and, and and i think it's also that we are not attuned to this like highs and lows of the month right you do have high energy periods you have low energy periods yes. but uh, when you when you are working outside the home or whatever you are uh, you are expected to be the same every day every day of the month just like everybody else or let's say just like men right so that that adds to our disconnect to oh we cannot say oh i'm feeling low in the cycle right now not too much energy maybe i should not have meetings we cannot say that in a work environment right so
1: actually that is the thing that i will call more women to talk about Yeah. yeah that <laughs> in, in, in my team we right. seriously recommend that you need not take sundays off because your body can work on sundays but do take the two or three days off during a period i do it myself i work on sundays but i take at least two days off during my period if possible.
0: Wish more organizations whole... were like that then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think it's happening increasingly. Yes. You see, as women, we keep thinking, what will men think or what will someone else think? Yes. Every time I have brought this up, I have found that the men have been the most understanding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the, the hesitation is in our mind. If we started observing our body, you will notice that the week just after your period is when you can be the most productive physically, mentally, and creatively. Yes. You use that time to do work. You can do an amazing amount of work at that time. Right, right. The week after that is when you ovulate. Mm-hmm. And when you ovulate is when you start looking very beautiful because that's nature's way of attracting the male species to you so that you procreate. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so that is also a very good and positive phase. Mm-hmm. The week just before your period is when you should start taking it lighter. Yes. And especially with food. Because if you did that, if you observed how your body is feeling and stopped feeding it all the things that produce gas and bloating, you will be able to carry on in the third week as well. Mm -hmm. And then take two days off during your period. And you come back newly charged with fresh energy and ability to do 10 times more work than otherwise. <laughs> right, <I agree. laughs> So the way in which we work our rhythms, it's just not syncing with our body. Yes. And this conflict is what is causing us problems. But the minute women start becoming aware of what their bodies feel and want, even if you don't have knowledge of any kind of medicine, but you're just aware of your body mm. and start expressing that, that is the starting point for change to happen.
0: That is a great note. Uh... Uh, so now there, um, it is our turn to uh, investigate, become aware and uh, then talk about it a lot more so that this natural cycle becomes a normal thing for everybody. So thank you, Sinu, for uh, talking about menstruation with us and uh, in all this detail. Uh, more power to your work. And uh, thank you very much for being on the show.
1: My pleasure. Thank you, preeti
0: More episodes of IMC Radio will be back soon, where we will bring you interesting conversations, parenting topics, as well as book excerpts and more. Our theme music today is by Karthik Krishnan. Find us on Facebook at Indian Moms Connect and on Twitter at I Moms Connect. See you back here soon.